Joining us here in the studio for the news briefing is Sami Sorang. Good morning. Good morning, Henry. We're going to begin with the COVID-19 updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, fairly uh, stable in terms of numbers uh, of new infections reported yesterday, really no exception to that. Right. So we are in the 300s for the third mm. straight day now. The KDCA reported 344 new cases yesterday, and this raises the cumulative total to 90,372. So this daily figure, it is slightly lower than from the previous day, partially due to fewer tests being conducted on Independence Day on Monday. Now, of the newly reported cases, all but 25 were local transmissions, with 75% of the domestic cases coming from the greater Seoul area. Of note, there is a cluster in Dongducheon, north of Seoul. Over the past two days, 84 foreigners and four Koreans in that area have tested positive for the coronavirus. Local government officials say that it is unclear as yet how the cases are linked to each other. Some 4,000 foreigners in that area were tested after neighboring cities such as Yangju reported increase in the number of foreigners infected with the virus. There was one more death, bumping up the death toll to 1,606, and the fatality rate in Korea currently stands at 1.78%. Meanwhile, the number of critically ill patients rose by 4 to 135. As for the vaccinations, as of Monday midnight, 23,086 people have been vaccinated in Korea so far. And the KDCA chief has reiterated that using the low-dead-space syringes to uh, maximize doses extracted per vial is recommended, but not mandatory. Mm. All right, so uh, a lot of things here to kind of sift through. You mentioned the Dongducheon case. It looks mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, with those numbers that have come out and the contact tracing that is ongoing, it looks like largely uh, affecting the foreigner population there, that uh, we're probably in for a couple of days of upticks in terms of new infection numbers sure. uh, as we await uh, today's announcement at 10 a.m., right? Mm-hmm. We, that is most likely to happen. And possibly we will start looking at other areas mm. where there is a strong uh, foreigner population as well. Yeah, and thankfully we, haven't, we didn't see the mass rallies that took place on Liberation Day, mm-hmm. August 15th, happen on March 1st, Independence Day. So uh, hopefully we're not going to see any major super spreader events uh, uh, after the holidays there. Uh, you also talked about the um, idea of the low dead space syringes. Mm-hmm. This was actually interesting because it kind of juxtaposes with, with what we're going to talk about in our next story, which is a mayoral election. But Park Young-sun, the recently now um, officially named nominee for the Democratic Party, came out on News Gongjang mm-hmm. yesterday, and uh, she was talking... Uh, obviously about various issues in terms of policy and what she would do as uh, the next mayor of Seoul. But she did talk about, as the uh, head of the uh, SME um, mm-hmm. uh, division in, in the government, um, she had a really kind of direct hand in helping this company uh, actually develop right. these vaccines. Mm-hmm. And you kind of wonder, because a lot of people have been saying uh, countries like Israel or Japan, or they, they don't have the capacity to produce these syringes. What they say is these are such low-profit margin products mm. uh, to be able to extract, that there just simply is no demand right. for extracting 1.25 microns or whatever of, of right, liquid right. Uh, from a vial, right. that um, it, it just doesn't make business sense for any big company to do so. Mm-hmm. This company was encouraged to kind of uh, ramp up its production. And now we see, of course, uh, the timing-wise with the pandemic, uh, that it allowed uh, that demand to be met, where, you know, e- despite the margins, they're able to kind of 
create uh, generate a decent revenue from it. Right. So it was perfect timing, and it is one of the. Um, key roles, I think, of the the Ministry of SMEs to finance and to back provide funding for these products, like you say, that don't have enough of a profit margin for the big businesses, for the big names to jump into. Yeah, and also it is, um, the political element to it is, again, it is sort of the timing issue of it, but it has kind of given Park Yang-san this kind of air of credibility of mm. I can get the job done, I can, mm-hmm. I can do things, right? I can, I can sort of um, get my hands dirty and create something productive uh, in whatever entity or institution that I'm involved with, including SMEs. And now hopefully for her uh, and her supporters, uh, the uh, sole mayoralship. So that is why the Democratic Party uh, primary voters uh, elected her over mm-hmm. Usang Ho to be yeah. the, I, w- I would say, the practical choice, maybe not the sentimental favorite, but the mm-hmm. practical choice, the one who has the best chance to win yeah. this mayoral election, a little bit more of a centrist figure. Uh, but... We have some updates now on um, what's going on here because you think it's all over for the uh, Democratic Party side because it's the biggest party, they Mm -hmm. have the biggest platform, they're the incumbent, so that's all they have to do. There is actually, because we focus on the opposition consolidation, there's actually a bit of a mini consolidation taking place on the ruling party side too, and it's not actually as clear-cut and smooth as uh, people may assume, right? Right, so there are two more parties that we need to consider. So for the pan-democratic ruling coalition, Democratic Party candidate Park Yong-sun, she will go through another primary against Chu Jong-hun, head of Transition Korea. Now, that decision will be 100% based on public opinion polls, where respondents will be asked not only which candidate they prefer of the two, but also which policies they would rather have. Meanwhile, Kim jin from the Open Democratic Party has announced her resignation as a member of parliament, underscoring her intent to run for this whole mayorship as the Democratic bloc candidate. Right, so with um, transition or Shide Chan Hwan, it does look like that process is going to go fairly um, to to standard or to expectation. They're going to have the uh, debate and then they're going to decide the consolidation on that. So the Democratic Party wants to kind of quickly run through that and then quickly go through with the uh, open party Mm -hmm. and and settle that and then get to the general election race as quickly as possible. That's their strategy. What Kim Jin-ae decided to do uh, by resigning her seat was put a break to that, saying Mm -hmm. not so fast. We want to have a kind of proper process to uh, merge our candidacies. Mm -mm. And to do so, we need to have uh, proper debates. We need to have a proper primary process. We need to have, you know, uh, all these rules that are agreed upon to make sure that we fairly decide who is going to be the combined candidate. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people will say this is all just sort of a moot point because Park Yang-sun is going to be the inevitable nominee anyway. Kim Jin-ae doesn't think so. And that's why she has uh, what is considered in Korean politics to be very unprecedented. Just throw away her seat she still has more than three years left in her term. Right. This is not something you just freely throw away. If you look at other lawmakers, they will desperately hold on to their Mm -hmm. seats to the extent that... Till the last minute. Even if they're not nominated by their party for the re-election, they'll still run in the election as an independent and grab that seat again Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to make sure that they maintain it. And so for her to sacrifice her seat in order to uh, be Seoul mayor kind of signals one thing. I'm very serious about this. I'm very sincere mm-hmm. that I want to be mayor. And number two is a signal to the Democratic Party. Don't kind of uh, go through thinking this is a coronation for Park Yang-sun. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have a proper way uh, to decide it. And um, even if I lose, I've shown that you know I'm willing to go all in on this mm-hmm. uh, mayoral race. So it's, a, it's an interesting development on the uh, ruling party side and perhaps not as sort of smooth and drama-free as the uh, Democratic Party 
would have liked, mm-hmm. but still, in comparison, very peaceful compared to what we're seeing with the opposition. Uh, describe what's going on there. Right, so there, the main opposition People Power Party, they are set to finalize their candidate tomorrow based on the results of a public survey that's been conducted yesterday and today. So in this survey, respondents are being asked in a phone survey which of the four potential candidates they prefer, Na Kyung-won, Oh Se-hun, Oh Shin-hwan, or Cho Eun-hee. The final candidate will then go through another primary against People's Power Leader An Chul-soo, who was declared the winner in a third-party primary against Kim Tae-sop on Monday. PPP's interim leader Kim Jong-in once again urged An Chul-soo to join his party, saying he's not sure if An could win the election if he runs as candidate number four with the People's Party as opposed to candidate number two with the PPP. It's an implicit You could say a threat, basically saying, (laughs) if you run as number four, nobody's going to pay attention to you. (laughs) You don't really have a chance. Mm -hmm. If you run as number two, you got the party infrastructure in place. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I I know this is more kind of insidery baseball with Korean politics. An Chul-soo, despite being a uh, many times multimillionaire, is famously frugal and hates spending his own money for Mm -hmm. for these campaigns. And um, dangling the number two spot also kind of signifies we have that party infrastructure and we also have the election campaign funds, also the government subsidization that occurs from being the largest opposition party. So you have to run under our banner right. to make sure that election expenses also get covered rather than trying to do this on your own. Mm, spending and, your own right, money. Right, right. Which, which they know that he would not want to do. The question, though, for um, both Kim Jong-in and An Chul-soo, who are really on opposing sides uh, of this, is who has the leverage right now? If it's framed as, we need to feel the most competitive candidate to win this election, mm-hmm. which An Chul-soo is trying to do. Uh, all the polling up to now has shown that An Chul-soo is definitely the more competitive candidate mm-hmm. compared to um, Na Kyung-won, who we'll say is the front runner right now. If it's about who's going to get passionate conservative support, probably Na Kyung-won Na Kyung-won, would yeah. be the candidate. Then you have to agree on the rules, right? Mm-hmm. So are we going to run... Um, a primary process with uh, debates, which An Chul-soo, again, is uh, considered to have a disadvantage in. And then are we going to just have a simple public opinion poll? Anybody open to vote saying, do you want An chul Do you want Oh Se-hun? Or do you want An chul Do you want Na Kyung-won? And mm-hmm. just the names that would give name ID advantage probably to An chul being the most famous person, just like how Trump was so famous that a lot of people just voted for him because he was so famous. Right, right. If you do party affiliation, An chul People's Party or uh, Na Kyung-won um, PPP, then a lot of PPP voters will go, oh my gosh, I have to support the PPP voter because that's the party that I'm supporting to win in this um, Mm. mayoral race. And that might give a bit of an edge to the PPP candidate. So all of those little nitty-gritty details have not been agreed upon. And if we know from past experience, An Chul-soo is not necessarily somebody who's easy to uh, agree upon with those type of coalition uh, questions. And so it's going to be, I I predict it's going to be a much more... uh, not smooth sailing. For yeah, the... it's, it's going to be a little bumpy compared mm-hmm. to the Democratic side, although they have their own sort of disputes to work out. It's, it, it's going to probably come down to the wire, whether they're going to be able to yeah. field a candidate or not, and whether it's going to be one of those uh, beautiful concessions or not. Right. And I think this uh, sort of back and forth about whether they're going to uh, unify a single candidate and whether Antrosu will join PPP will continue until the very final minute. Yeah. And so there's this kind of brewing sort of sense of we don't like the Moon Jae-in government. We don't like the ruling Democratic Party. So we we need to get together to try to change the leadership here in this country. Another part of that um, sort of 
anti-moon coalition, so to speak, that they're trying to gather. Uh, one major figure would be the current prosecutor general, mm. Yoon Seo-yeol, who has been doing some politicizing of his own, including these uh, very controversial remarks, slamming the uh, recent ruling party push to have a new agency um, handle most of the big, serious investigative crimes. Right, and this was remarkable because it was, was the first time that Yoon had publicly expressed his stance on this issue. So the ruling DP, it is looking to create a so-called serious crimes investigative agency to investigate six types of serious crimes, including corruption. This is part of the ruling party's prosecutorial reform, which seeks to rebalance the power of the prosecution by separating the prosecution's rights to investigate and indict. So yesterday, in an interview with a local daily, Kungmin Ilbo, The top prosecutor said completely stripping the prosecution of its investigative rights would result in a regression of democracy and a destruction of the constitutional spirit. Yun added that he's willing to risk his position 100 times if doing so would prevent the agency from being established. And I think this was the most (laughs) often quoted remark from that interview that he's willing to risk his position 100 times. Now, later in the day, the Supreme Prosecutor's Office released a statement to journalists explaining that Yoon had made clear his concerns and opposition to a bill that would allow the agency to be formed. And that sort of officialized uh, Yoon's personal comments. So it it is, as you say, uh, very unusual uh, to come out so publicly against a government policy. Mm. Um, Somebody who's nominally nominally an employee of that uh, government. So what was the Blue House reaction? Well, a Blue House source said the parliament will gather public opinion on the planned reform of the prosecution service and exercise its legislative authority accordingly. The unnamed source added that the prosecution service should, quote, respect the National Assembly and make its position clear through the established procedure. Meanwhile, the recently appointed Justice Minister Park Bom-gye said that he's aware of the concerns among prosecutors and that he looks forward to hearing their opinions whenever he can visit the prosecution. Park added that he is open to meeting Yun to discuss the issue as well. Right, and that's the bottom line thing is you should hear opinions, and mm-hmm. um, you know, Yun's opinion certainly is being heard, but um, at the end of the day, it's not his call, it's not his yeah. decision to make, and um, both the ruling party as well as uh, the government and then the Blue House and obviously uh, public sentiment are probably going to be the decisive factors here. Yun is probably doing one thing, which is his attempt to shift public opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people say he fully well knows that this might be a fait accompli and he's not, he can't do anything to stop it, but it might actually be more on the political end. And some people actually say, well, you guys accused um, President Moon just simply for making a trip to Busan of election meddling, which is funny because, again, so he is he not allowed to go onto the streets of Seoul because of the Seoul mayor? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, his blue house is located right here. But a lot of people say, well, what Yoon is doing is actually maybe even more egregious in terms of election meddling because what he's trying to do is generate another prosecution versus the reform government uh, kind of battle, which I think in their calculation is not something that is advantageous to the ruling party or the government to keep dragging that up with Chumye or with all of the other people in the past with Chogu. And so to do that right before the election starts uh, might be favorable to the opposition and that might be an election strategy uh, there for, for Yoon to, to come out so publicly and strongly in that uh, interview. Uh, another factor to this is the uh, Justice Ministry, again, uh, led by Pak Bom-gye to give 
investigative power to researcher and prosecutor and well-known um, reform advocate Im Moon-jung, uh, giving her rights to probe into something and particularly something that has been a big sore spot for uh, people who support the Democratic Party. Sure, sure. So uh, Im Moon-jung, a little mm-hmm. bit of background. She, as you mentioned, is a ally of the Moon administration for the prosecutorial mm-hmm. reform drive. She's a prominent whistleblower. Last week, Justice Minister Park Byung-gye appointed Im Moon-jung to the powerful Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office. Now, Im would maintain her job as Justice Ministry Researcher of Prosecutorial Monitoring. But this new appointment means that she is now granted authority to investigate cases on top of being a researcher. Now, three days after the appointment, the Supreme Prosecutor's Office asked for legal interpretation from the Justice Ministry. And as revealed yesterday, the Justice Ministry announced that in accordance with the Prosecutor's Office Act, the President's personnel appointment gave Prosecutor Im Moon-jong the right to investigate and granting of this right does not require a separate direction from the Prosecutor General. So another thing that the right. Prosecutor General does not have a call in. Prior to her appointment, Im had complained that her lack of investigative authority limited her ability to monitor prosecutorial activities, including the conviction and two-year imprisonment of former Prime Minister Han Myung-suk. And that is the crux of the issue, is among all of the grievances that um, supporters of the ruling party have, um, perhaps one of the biggest ones has been what they feel is the um, persecution of the former Prime Minister Han Myung-suk, somebody who was a rising star in uh, Democratic Party politics, abruptly sort of um, having her career and her personal Mm -hmm. life uh, really um, destroyed by these cases, which now have come to light uh, to many people's eyes, very spurious claims of all of these uh, charges of fraud and embezzlement. Um, There was now uh, testimony coming out to the fact that one of the key witnesses against her was actually coerced into making these Mm -hmm. statements. So they want to look into it, and Im Moon-jung would be one of his key officials to do so. She needs the authority to be able to have that. There are some, I, I guess, forces that be within the prosecution that do not want to see this happen. And I suppose mm-hmm. that's represented by the Yoon Seok-yeo side, which is why we're having this dispute over the interpretation of yeah. uh, what exactly is her authority and who gives her that authority. All right. Final story here, uh, real estate related. The Korea Land and Housing Corporation, LH, has suspended a dozen of its employees over suspicion of illegal land speculation. Mm-hmm. So this involves real estate in Gyeonggi provinces, Gwangmyeong and Sihung cities which were designated new towns last week. Yesterday, two major civic groups held a joint press conference and said that around 10 employees of the state-funded LH had been purchasing expensive real estate in those two cities, Gwangmyeong and Sihung, for a bit over two years leading up to this new town designation. More specifically, the groups claimed that 14 employees and their families purchased around 23,000 square meters at around 10 billion won. Later in the day, LH said 12 of the 14 employees uh, that were being mentioned were currently working for LH, and the dozen have been suspended from their work. But LH did say that these charges are yet to be verified, and so this suspension is not punitive in nature. The company also said that it will launch its own investigation into the allegations. To this, Prime Minister Chung Se-gyun instructed Land Minister Pyeon Chang-hum to get to the bottom of the issue and to request a formal investigation if needed and to also look into other similar yeah. areas that are being designated as new towns 
to see if there are also other cases of public officials using their powers for their own gains. Yeah, and if you want to get a sense of why the public is widely dissatisfied with uh, the way real estate is going in this country, this is pretty much the poster child of (laughs) why people are sick and tired of Mm -hmm. uh, the way uh, housing has gone here. And so uh, certainly a proper probe into this is what the, uh, the public is going to be demanding. Um, We have to say goodbye, but I do have some bad news for our listeners here. Um, Misorang, I heard from the staff, apparently you're a little too famous to be doing this segment. Not um, at all. (laughs) We're going to have to say goodbye for now uh, in terms of you being able to do daily news briefing. Obviously, we appreciate all the time. And I believe some um, groveling has taken place and that you've graciously agreed to some sort of arrangement where we may be able to see you on the program in the future. Is that is that correct? In a different capacity, yes. Okay. No groveling was involved. I was happily <laughs> going, suggesting that we do something else. I, w- I do want to say we appreciate it. It's not easy to get up early, to, to write all this out and, and to, to do all this hard work. And uh, you didn't have to, but we definitely appreciate all of it. Uh, Thank you very much and look forward to seeing you in a a new role. Yes, thank you very much and I'll see you next week.